20 years of doing this thing, the first time we had Marco Andretti here in the Freak Nation, I think he was maybe 15 years old. It was from Star Mazda and Daytona. No, it's Sebring. Sebring. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're getting old. That's all that means. Yes. (laughs) And now 20 years later, Broham, you're sitting on the pole for the 104th running of the Indy 500. That's badass. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a dream week so far. Um, it's one of those where I don't want to look back. I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to keep it rolling and uh, you know just keep building on momentum. The uh, the guys are firing on all cylinders, and um, you know everybody's everybody's upbeat and happy, and life's good right now. Marco Andretti, your pole sitter for next weekend's Indy 500. Run me through this because when we watched pole. Uh, poll days in the past there's been thousands of fans there there's been hundreds of crew members there yet you get the poll today the excitement on tv was cool but i it felt a little strange to me because it was everybody's got damn masks on you're afraid to hug you step outside (laughs) the car you're looking for where are the two hundred thousand people cheering me on it would have been unbelievable and i it was it's crazy the the amount of love i feel uh, you know, even without the fans here, like I, I haven't even been able to be on my text messages or Twitter yet. I mean, I have like 500 texts right now, and and just this the outpouring love has been incredible. And even the videos of of peers and rivals and friends, like you know the Penske guys cheering, and across the the road, uh, Doug Bowles posts posts a bunch of fans going crazy when we cross the line. I mean, it's it's just it's so cool to feel that support, and uh, um, you know, it makes you want to go do your job even more. Well, if you're a guy that's into numbers, I'm, I'm a person that's into numbers, and I just find it so unique that it's been 33 years, and of course there's 33 drivers in the field of the Indy 500, 33 years since an Andretti sat on pole. You're in the number 98. The last time the 98 sat on pole was in 1963, and oh, by the way, that driver won it all. So yeah, th- this whole numerology and how things are happening in this crazy year that is 2020 it is yours. Enjoy it. Who knows what might happen next Sunday, but enjoy every freaking second of it while you can. That is a plan. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this is this feels like a victory. I mean, and honestly, with with the the amount of PR this brings, with uh, you know, with our name and with the with the, just the motor speedway in general, I mean, it's this feels like a win. It's crazy. So we're just like I said, I'm just going to try to keep it rolling. I've I've already shifted to race mode, and and shoot, we ended up quickest in race trim. So I mean, it's uh. We're just not looking back. We're just going to keep going. Okay, I was going to ask you about that. Marco Andretti, your pole sitter for the 104th running of the Indy 500 next Sunday, August 23rd, joining us here in the Freak Nation. I wanted to ask you about that because you guys were done with Fast 9 qualifying. You did some media. You did some engineering debriefs. And then you went back out on track for another practice session. And typically, that's when you see who the sandbaggers were. Or or actually, you see people kind of sandbagging again or, or whatever. Setups are different. You, however, were still atop the charts. I see Elio Castroneves coming from the second to last row up to number two. What's going on there? Who do you still think you have to fear? I think it's going to, you know, this is going to be a, a pretty track position dependent race. So I think it's going to be tough to pass cars. I think it's uh, going to come down to, well, qualifying was one of the hurdles, but it's going to be pit stops, in and out laps, restarts, stuff like that. So I think it's going to be whoever executes across the board. It's not just who has the best race car and stuff. So. A lot of us can follow and, and, you know, but are we going to be able to pass? I don't know. So, um, I don't know. Like, I think everybody, it's the IndyCar series. Everybody's going to be good, you know. So, you, you know, you slip a little bit and, uh, and you slip all the way to the back. And, and that's, that's one thing this place does with people is, you know, you look at my race here last year is my most embarrassing moment of my career. 
and then you know a year later we're on the pole. I mean that's that's IndyCar for you. Marco, there's something different in your voice. You can hear it now. Maybe confidence or something. 2020 has been such a crazy year, but you seem to have it together inside the cockpit of your car, and it has you on the pole at Indy. What changed? There is, yeah. I mean, I've been doing a lot of work on on that side of things as well, and uh, I always used to think, you know, if you need a um, um, sports psychologist at your week or something, you know, it's a flaw, but I, I honestly since I've been doing it, it's, it's literally, it's a tool for me and it's just an extra, extra little thing. I mean, the mind is a powerful, powerful thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been really good. It's been good in my, my personal life. And, uh, you know, so far, so far in the month of August, it's been great as well. So, um, and then, but when you look at our start of our season, I think it's circumstantial. It's not pace, you know, that's what keeps me in it and keeps me upbeat and happy. So it's just kind of, if we just keep showing up, keep showing up. When when the stars align, it's going to be really good. I think you made reference to this in one of your TV commercials, Marco. Let's just hope the so-called Andretti curse is a month of May thing. This is August. I hope so. I mean, so far it's just been unbelievable. So we're looking forward and uh, not thinking about any anything negative. We're just going to have fun. Marco, can you explain what was going on this week? You said earlier in this interview that you've had you've just felt really good all week so is the team but you had a tweet gosh I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday that it didn't seem like you could do anything right half joking of course Brian Herter would yell at you for one thing and then Grandpa Mario Andretti would yell at you for something else what was going on there well it's just it's funny like I I love Fast Friday because we turn the boost up and uh, I always put the smile on my face I mean racing drivers love boost and power and uh but the problem with that day is uh, the engineers want want you to get laps alone, right, without toes, and and that's not the that's not going to put up a big lap, you know, for uh, overall. So my grandfather likes the PR lap, but we were able to do both. We were able to to uh, you know get alone um, alone runs to get the balance and everything prepped for qualifying, and and we we're able to put up the big lap too. So and we made everybody happy. It was good. <laughs> How do you take? yelling or advice from grandpa mario when he's in pennsylvania and you're in indy oh he makes his voice heard no it's uh he's, he really is one of my biggest supporters he uh he lives and breathes the sport and uh he's uh he just loves loves racing and he he rides with me every every corner so um you know he's one of those that he's really in tune with every session and every um you know after every day he's really checking in and, and wants updates and um I'm going to go home to PA this week and pick him up and bring him here for the race. So it'll be good to see him. A lot of expectations now going into the race. How do you manage those? Um, I think just keep it rolling. I mean, you know, we only have one session before the race, and, and I'm going to take it as, a, you know, really lightly. I'm not going to put a lot of emphasis on that session. I'm just going to go check gears, check down for us, and hopefully reaffirm that the car is good. And, uh, and from there, I think, you know, just – if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. We're going to have to execute on a lot of different levels, in and out laps, um, restarts. You know, it's uh, it's going to be, we're just going to have to execute. And we've been so far, and hopefully we can keep it up. Brian Herta was in your ear. He's your strategist, he's your, co-owner, yeah. Yeah, your strategist, co-owner. I could go on and on and on. Is that typically how he talks to you? on the track he was so calm where all of us are going come on man you got this you bastard (laughs) he's he is a great great counter for uh my i I like to call it um passion on the radio but it's (laughs) it's uh sometimes it could be 
it could be pretty loud. So he, he is, he's such a good, uh, counter to that. And, um, you know, I could be flipping out and, uh, you know, he'll just reply 10 four, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and so he, he, he's a great counter and, uh, and a great, unbelievable friend. And he's one of those that believes in me and has stuck by me, um, through the bad times. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can make something great happen. Are you a cusser on the radio? Uh, sometimes. It has to be pretty bad, though. Um, okay. You know, yeah, you know, sometimes. It's, it's not a worry you because... Need, yeah, you need delay. You need like a three-second delay if you're going live <laughs> on my radio. Well, cussing, I just want to let you know, is a sign of genius. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> oh, is that what they say? Right. Yes. <laughs> Especially Ma- the F-bomb. Marco, last one for you. Are you going to wear the same fire suit? And if you do, are you going to wear it? Are you going to wash it? Yeah, 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 I'm not. I'm not that superstitious, but I am with um, uh, my my cousin Jared and Dreddy made fun of my dirty gloves, and they've been running so good this week that this might be the first time I'm superstitious. I'm going to wear dirty gloves for the race. So um, <laughs> that's been our ongoing joke. It's been pretty funny. Well, with Greg Moore back in the day, it was red gloves rule. Now with you, it's dirty gloves rule. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's brown. It's it's white. Brown dirty gloves. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get that hashtag going all week. It's Brown, gotta dirty be going. Gloves. Marco, dirty gloves. I like it. <laughs> We're uh, needless to say, we're proud of what you're doing, man. Go out there and kick some ass, bud. Thanks for having me. Thank you, guys. With it being 2020, we've already talked about it's 2020 and how strange things are. I'm sure we're going to see some strange things come next Sunday with the <laughs> Indy 500. I find it interesting though how. Last year for the 500, it was up in the air. It, it, there were so many drivers who truly could take the win, and passing was at a, a premium. It was awesome. This year, what Marco just said right there, he said it, it's going to be a position-played race. So, yes, there are lots of arrow changes to the car from last year to this year that, of course, the, the screen in front of that's protecting the driver's heads, that brings on a whole new aspect. But yeah, there might not be as much passing as we've seen the last couple of years. So that's why qualifying mattered more this weekend. Arguably, again, anything can still change. Statman, given the fact that we just don't know what's going to be happening tomorrow on this planet and the fact that the Indy 500 can give you a few surprises or two, is there something that you pulled from qualifying or practice that doesn't assure you of something but maybe tilt you towards a team, a driver, or – are you like us, just expecting the unexpected? Well, I'm expecting the unexpected, but I don't know that we're. I don't. I sort of. I don't know what's changed from what Marco said. IndyCar, they have the same chassis, they have the same tires, and the uh, the top. I don't know five or six drivers have equal ability. I mean, for crying out loud, they didn't do a lot this weekend, but the Penske team kind of controls most things. So uh, I don't, you know, the track position always matters. Pit stops always matter. Uh, they, you know, there's not going to be a lot of passing on the track other than the fast guys going around the lap guys. Uh, if you catch somebody in uh, uh, a draft, then you'll get around them and they'll pass you back. So, I don't know that the race is going to be much different than it has been in the past.